welcome back to the RM Viewpoints podcast. And we have what I hope will be a memorable show for you today. We're going to talk about nothing less than the future of leading edge smartphones, giving you a glimpse of what you might be holding in your hand next year, the year after, and beyond. Joining me to tell you about this exciting future are two guests who are in the middle of it all. With me today are Simon Holland, Vice President of Solutions Management for the Client Line of Business at ARM, and Nathan Lee, Director of Smartphone Product Marketing at MediaTek. Welcome to both of you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Great to have you here today. So I'm going to kick things off with Nathan, and maybe you can start by telling us more about your role, what MediaTek does, and why its work will be important to our listeners. Okay, thank you. Let me give you an idea of what MediaTek does. Miatech is the world's first largest global fabulous semiconductor company. We are the market leaders in developing innovative systems on chip for many applications like mobile device, home entertainment, connectivity, and IoT products. Ultimately, we power more than 2 billion devices a year. That's in 20% of home and nearly one of every three mobile phones globally. From Q3 2021, we became the worldwide number one mobile SOC vendors, power more smartphones worldwide than any other vendor. This is because of our strong market share in 4G and our early entry into the 5G market in 2022. In 2021, we announced our first mobile flagship chip, the Dimensity 9000 that appear in several flagship devices in 2022, addressing a new segment of market for us. I also know that ARM and MediaTek have formed a new partnership across a broad range of technologies, but particularly the smartphone market. Could you both tell us a bit more about the partnership, how it came to fruition, and also give us some details of how you're working together to meet the needs of what might be called the flagship smartphone market? And I'll, I'll start with you on this one, Simon. Yeah, well, thanks, Jeff. I mean, ARM has been working with MediaTek for a very long time. Um, you know, we have built a relationship over many years now, honestly, probably over 10 years or more for both CPU and GPU IPs. Uh, and in my opinion, we're kind of natural partners. You know, we have ARM's ability to provide IP that gives, you know, a lot of flexibility in the way that it can be used. And uh, and we've got MediaTek's strength in, you know, addressing those high volume silicon opportunities that Nathan just talked about. So I think that, you know, we, we're a very good match for each other. If we look at, you know, the topic of this um, of this conversation, which is flagship smartphones specifically, then this really does represent the deepest level of collaboration that we have with MediaTek. Um, you know, the challenges that we, we have to address together to meet the needs of this piece of the market kind of means that we have no other option than to work very closely together. So what, what I mean by that is, um, I'm talking about things like um, the schedule. So Me MediaTek is taking ARM's technology very much on the the cutting edge, the bleeding edge, if you like, of its development. And so we're talking about you know, aligning ARM schedules and MediaTek's development schedules to the to the weeks and even the days, so that you know, MediaTek is ready to accept ARM IP as soon as possible, and so the ARM's uh, development teams know to the day when MediaTek need that uh, and what their deadlines are. So, you know, this is this is this kind of depth of collaboration that we have, and it's it's what's necessary to, to work at this leading edge of technology. 
So I'll turn it back to you, Nathan. I want to learn a bit more about MediaTek's recent move into the flagship smartphone market. So what made MediaTek decide to launch the flagship Dimensity chipsets? And secondly, what made MediaTek choose to adopt the ARM IP for those chipsets? I show you that a uh, fresh smartphone is one of the uh, that provide not just in the best performance, but the latest and leading edge technology for cameras and AI, graphic, connectivity, power efficiency, and uh, everything. Yeah. And uh, it's also from a single chip made uh, leading chip production process. The, the smartphone market is the ideal place to use cutting edge ARM CPU and G GPU. And our marketing position and long-term partnership have allowed us to work together to keep pushing the industry with more ambitious new design uh, every year. Thanks for that, Nathan. So now I'll turn the question over to you, Simon, and hopefully I can cut through ARM's British Reserve and get you to tell me about why you think we're seeing ARM's IP adopted in chipsets for flagship smartphones like the MediaTek Dimensity range that Nathan's just been describing. Yeah, so I think that you know, just just to reiterate a little bit, it you know, it, it's probably worth saying that you know the SOCs that go into into flagship smartphones uh, represents you know the very leading edge of what this industry can do. You know, it it is the very latest and greatest IP that ARM can produce that goes into into these. Uh, they're on the very leading edge silicon. Um, you know, we, the, we, we, we take the, the very leading edge processes that the founders can provide and uh, we use the latest packaging technology and, and they're on the cutting edge of physical design as well. So you know, the, the things that, uh, you know, we carry around in our pockets really are the pinnacle of what we can do. And it's, it's, it's exciting for us to work with MediaTek on this. Um, but, you know, I think from the beginning of the smartphone era, you know, we've seen the ARM based CPUs get used in smartphones. And this is down you know, to several things. It's it's you know the focus that we've always had on efficient performance. It's kind of the architecture model that ARM brings to the the ecosystem, um, which does a good job of um, you know building an app, an open app ecosystem, which is extremely important for smartphones. And you know the power as we're talking about battery powered device is a fundamental requirement and is kind of you know in ARM's DNA. Um, but you know we're talking about this this category of you know flagship or super phones and it's kind of emerged relatively recently and um, you know to push that user experience and as Nathan says it's down to more than just you know CPU performance or graphics it's down to the performance of the camera and the user experience that you can drive with all the other technology that goes into there. Uh, an arm in particular has responded to this category with new classes of products such as Cortex-X CPUs uh, this is the CPU product line from ARM that's where we push IPC, you know, that's in instructions per cycle, as high as we possibly can within the constraints of that mobile power envelope that we're working in, uh, and as well as the need for the annual refresh that um, the industry works within. Um, we also have added the Immortalis GPU, um, uh, which is you know, our best performing and most capable GPU, which you know, MediaTek is adopting into their flagship dimensity range. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that may be escaping people's attention is just how good ARM GPUs are uh, in uh, how good they're getting inside MediaTek's SOCs. You know, MediaTek is pushing that IP in a very impressive way and doing some great work on silicon implementation. And it's delivering performance and efficiency leadership, you know, in, in many areas. And so, you know, this is these are the things that 
that Arm is doing to to address that particular part of the market. Um, uh, but this genuinely is a partnership, and uh, while we can, you know, do the best job that we possibly can on that uh, IP to you know improve the capability of that IP, it comes down to MediaTek's ability to implement that on that leading edge silicon in those cutting edge design packages that really delivers the um, the benefits that, I, that the users see. Thanks for that, Simon. And that's a great segue into another question for Nathan. Um, Nathan, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the silicon development process for MediaTek for the flagship chipsets? And is it more complex than other chipsets due to the compute power that's needed for the flagship smartphone market? Yes, I think the mechanism for flagship is incredibly, incredibly difficult. The complexity gets much, much harder as you reach the top because uh, it is not just aiming for the best performance, but within a strict, strict power budget to ensure battery life and the heat management. So the flagship user experience is sustainable. Not everyone can achieve this. Maybe you have noticed from bad experience last two years from some other vendors. It's come down to the choice of IP, the system design, and the, the chip manufacturing process and the server are working in harmony to get the best result. So it's utter difficult, yeah. Staying with you, Nathan, what are the three key things that are front of mind when you're working on silicon for the flagship smartphone market? Yeah, I think they are um, to achieve the best performance and the power efficiency. The most, they must be in the best balance, not compromise. And then the next, to continue to provide the best camera experience with the help of AI and meet, meet the last market trends. And the third, to continually upgrade the mobile gaming experience to the next level in terms of performance. Key features like ray tracing, we are in the uh, rollout in the Dimensity 9200 and uh, our hyper engine enhancement to optimize the whole mobile game experience. And Simon, maybe you can tell me a bit about what ARM does during this silicon development process. How do you support companies like MediaTek? Yeah, we've talked a little bit already about the time, the very tight timelines that we're working to. So, I mean, one of the characteristics of, you know, that premium end of smartphones, so the flagship end that we're talking about is it's on an annual cycle, which means that, you know, the, the OEMs uh, launch a new product every year. Um, and if you work backwards from those launch dates, the launch date of a next generation smartphone, then there's a deadline that MediaTek need to be able to accept uh, the IP from us. So, you know, that we work on this annual cadence with very specific delivery dates that we have to hit. Uh, so any delays on our part, on ARM's part of the development cycle, uh, squeezes the development time MediaTek have. And then if you also add in things like as we use the very latest silicon processors, then the complexity increase that goes on with those uh, new nodes means that there are longer foundry cycles that um, manufacturers of the chips need. And so MediaTek can get squeezed from both ends here. So, um, you know, there's a very big focus on us hitting dates or bringing dates earlier to relieve that pressure. And it's as, uh, it gives a big focus on doing as much upfront as you possibly can. Uh, so we provide early drops, we provide alpha drops, we provide beta drops. We do a lot of work on uh, you know, the development of the SOC with MediaTek 
ahead of actually getting the, the production quality IP from ARM uh, so that uh, when we do deliver that, you know, they can hit the ground running and get a very fast turnaround time. Um, you know, and of course, things can go off track and do go off track. You know, nobody's perfect. Um, but that's when you really have to get very tight and, and really drive that collaboration and figure out how to work through issues. And, uh, you know, that's when the relationship kind of gets the most strained, but also when it gets really strong because you have to work as one team. And I think the other thing that we're doing uh, and you know, Arm and MediaTek are doing together is to look much further down the road than we used to. And so kind of what I mean by that is, is by the time Nathan launches his next generation flagship um, SOC, the Dimensity range, uh, which I guess will be next autumn, you know, we'll have, we as Arm will have built and delivered at Alpha or Beta the IP that's going into the SOC that he's going to be building in two years time. You know, we're kind of working very much ahead of that cycle. So if there's a market requirement for a CPU or GPU technology, we need to know as early as possible because, you know, we're, we're forecasting what we need, you know, two, three, four years down the line here, uh, which means that, you know, we have to do that, that um, planning ahead of time. We have to work very closely together to identify what those requirements are going to be. Uh, and for us, that's a significant change in the way that we've worked with MediaTek with, in that we're collaborating with a much longer term view than we used to, uh, to make sure that we get those inputs into those development plans uh, much earlier. Yeah, that, that sounds like really tight collaboration. And so, Nathan, from your perspective, how would you describe the value of having ARM play a strategic role during this process? I think ARM can continually provide MediaTek the CPU and GPU IP that can push the improvement of high performance and energy efficiency simultaneously. That give uh, MediaTek a very strong foundation to build great smartphone chipset. And uh, I, I can deliver the the, CP, the CPU and GPU IP in, in in the right timing. That can make sure that we our development schedule can meet uh, uh, the final goal and uh, give the final user the latest uh, and uh, uh, the best performance of smartphone chipset. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's very important for us. Yeah, and also uh, um, Simon was talking about being able to look several years down the road while you're working together. Um, how much is that, does that help you, uh, being able to, to have that longer term perspective rather than, you know, we're just looking out to the next year? Yeah, I, I, I think that um, because uh, we, uh, maybe we, we have some um, good example of co-work with uh, um, to push the uh, latest, the best performance and the latest uh, um, features to to our users. Uh, for for example, um, in 20, 2019, we co-work with ARM um, to define the Immortalist 715 GPU IP to have the best performance and the supporting hardware ray tracing capabilities. Our joint collaboration has allowed Dimensity 9200, the latest flagship SOC we announced last year, not only to provide the best gaming experience, but also to push the limit of mobile game to the next level. I think that this very um, good result we, we co-work with them. The, the GPU performance actually is higher than um, many uh, competitors from the market benchmark. So I think uh, we're we good cooperation with them is 
very important and helpful to develop the latest smartphone chipset with uh, leading edge technologies. That's great. Very helpful, Nathan. It also gets me thinking a little bit beyond that, beyond the process to actually what we're going to see in the future. So I want to ask both of you, without giving too much away, to tell us what you see as the key considerations uh, for the silicon for flagship smartphones coming to the market in 2024. Perhaps if we could start with you, Simon, and then turn to Nathan. So 2024 smartphones will contain, you know, the 2023 SOCs that Nathan is developing which will have the IP that ARM delivered to MediaTek in 2022. So, you know, that IP that you see in those phones in 2024 has already been delivered to MediaTek and they're probably a long way down their development you know, path already. Um, you know, I'll let Nathan comment on the SOCs, although I'm guessing you won't to give too much away. But from an, an IP perspective, then the CPU is very much about continuing that single thread performance increase that we get in Cortex-X range, you know, to give that that extremely fast uh, app launch speed that everybody wants. Uh, it's about getting the, you know, really good efficiency in the Cortex, you know, X700, so that you can run multiple heavy duty workloads concurrently um, for things like, you know, for things like uh, AAA gaming. Um, and about, you know, making sure that you incorporate the latest uh, ARM architecture features to improve, you know, machine learning performance in the CPU to make sure that you know you've got the latest security that comes with the the, the latest version of our architecture and nathan your thoughts on uh, 2024 yeah, yeah 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 with the very good uh ip delivered from arm we we are certainly continue to push the limit of the performance and the energy efficiency so that the fracture chip is always providing the best experience in the latest gaming applications, streaming medias, and uh, connecting to the latest 5G and Wi-Fi technologies, while also can meet a whole day use. So finally, one more bit of crystal ball gazing. What do you see as the key future trends in flagship silicon and in flagship smart smartphone devices as well? Once again, we can start with Simon and then we'll give Nathan the last word. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's a tough one, but you know, l looking to the future, uh, then there's no real sign that that need for efficient performance is going to drop. Uh, so we continue to see that the ecosystem is finding new ways to push the technology to its limits. And um, so, you know, we, we continue to look for ways to provide that um, greater CPU performance and greater GPU performance within that mobile um, envelope. You know, and it gets tougher and tougher. Um, you know, we're going to have to you know, make sure that those designs can work on the very latest silicon technology and the very latest packaging technology. So, you know, as we look into the future, um, you know, some some years down the road, perhaps, but, you know, we'll see that, um, you know, silicon packaging will move to um, 3D or to two and a half D chiplet type of devices. And, you know, this might have an impact on the IP that we deliver, or at least the partitioning of the IP that we deliver. Uh, you know, we expect that you know, machine learning is going to become more pervasive uh, in terms of it being, you know, a technique that's not just, um, you know, for specific workloads, but one that's embedded into workloads as just a matter of processing normality. Um, so that needs to be, you know, in those main processing units of CPU, GPU, as well as in the, the you know, the, the um, you know, the AI processing units. 
to give that you know efficient mechanism to just run AI as just a normal element of a, of a workload. Um, so this means that you have to get um, ML capabilities into GPUs and into CPUs in a more effective way. Um, uh, and just as, a, as, a, as an example of, of what I mean by that, Jeff, it's like, you know, if we look at you know, GPU workloads at the moment, um, there are things, um, there are techniques that you can use ML in graphics pipeline. So as an example, things like super resolution so that you can render at a lower resolution to save energy and then use machine learning to improve the visual quality of the final image the image that's native uh, and, and and you know to an, an, an image quality that's as good as natively rendering at the higher resolution so these are the sort of techniques that you know you can use going forward and and you know exist in higher performance um you know compute systems today but are coming into that mobile power envelope because of the advances in the hardware and the packaging technology and the advances in machine learning um, I also think that security and privacy will continue to be important. Uh, you know, it's, it's become a fact of life that we keep more of our lives in our phones and, you know, and our phones become the way that we, um, you know, that we interact with the world, you know, with society, uh, with, with, you know, governments and healthcare providers, you know, you name it, then phones are the portal into many of these new experiences and new new facilities that we want to have. So I think that, you know, making sure that that portal is going to be as private as we need it to be and as secure as it can be, are going to be very important. And Nathan, what's in your crystal ball? Yeah, um, I think that we have many visions for our flagship smartphone bus. I think the FreshBase smartphone will use uh, powerful computing photography capability that's come from um, CPU, GPU, and AI that to provide the camera quality comparable to a professional DSLR with a much better user experience. And uh, it will offer impressive energy efficiency computing capabilities and then can deliver console-grade gaming experience. And if we are also able to connect anywhere on the planet. At the same time, you can interact naturally with your smartphone. So it becomes a very useful personal secretary and maybe even a good friend. Yeah, that's, we have some region to achieve the, uh, to provide the experience to, to the end users. I like that. Thank you. And thank you both for the sneak peek into the future of flagship silicon and smartphone innovation. Now we'll sadly have to return to the present, where we're out of time. I'd like to thank both Simon and Nathan for their insights today, and thank all of you for listening. And we'll aim to bring you further glimpses of the future soon in the next episode of ARM Viewpoints. Mm -hmm.